Welcome you to Living Life. Today we're going to be looking at Leviticus chapter 9. And here we're going to see the priestly ministry begin. And there's going to be this need for sacrifices. And we're going to see that first, that Aaron and his sons, the priests, they need to make sacrifices for themselves. And then they will be in a position to then make sacrifices for the people. As I think about that, I think about when, you know, a lot of us have been traveling this summer, it's late in August, and you might have been on an airplane, and the instructions are given if there's a change in uh, cabin pressure, that there would be these masks that would fall, and you're first to put your own mask on first, and then you can put the mask on others that are around you, like a child or someone who needs special assistance. You know, it's very important for us to remember that we need to make sure that our own heart is happy in the Lord and that we are in right standing before God. And then we're in such a position to then help those around us. Well, let's keep that in mind as we're going to turn now to Leviticus chapter 9 and see this priestly ministry unfold before us as there's going to be instructions upon how to do these sacrifices. Leviticus chapter 9 verses 1 through 14 on the eighth day, Moses summoned Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel. He said to Aaron, Take a bull calf for your sin offering and a ram for your burnt offering, both without defect, and present them before the Lord. Then say to the Israelites, Take a male goat for a sin offering, a calf, and a lamb, both a year old without defect, for a burnt offering and an ox and a ram for a fellowship offering to sacrifice before the Lord, together with a grain offering mixed with olive oil. For today the Lord will appear to you. They took the things Moses commanded to the front of the tent of meeting, and the entire assembly came near and stood before the Lord. Then Moses said, This is what the Lord has commanded you to do, so that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. Moses said to Aaron, Come to the altar and sacrifice your sin offering and your burnt offering and make atonement for yourself and the people. Sacrifice the offering that is for the people and make atonement for them, as the Lord has commanded. So Aaron came to the altar and slaughtered the calf as a sin offering for himself. His sons brought the blood to him, and he dipped his finger into the blood and put it on the horns of the altar. The rest of the blood he poured out at the base of the altar. On the altar he burned the fat, 
the kidneys, and the long lobe of the liver from the sin offering as the Lord commanded Moses. The flesh and the hide he burned up outside the camp. Then he slaughtered the burnt offering. His sons handed him the blood, and he splashed it against the sides of the altar. They handed him the burnt offering piece by piece, including the head, and he burned them on the altar. He washed the internal organs and the legs and burned them on top of the burnt offering on the altar. I like the way that our text began in verse 1 of Leviticus 9, where it says, On the eighth day, Moses summoned Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel. And so this was going to be the beginning now of the priestly ministry. And it's the eighth day. And so for the first seven days, we would see that as the ordination time for these priests. And so now the eighth day has come and they're ready to begin. And here we're going to see that there are sacrifices that have to be made. There's sin offerings and grain offerings and burnt offerings and so forth. And we're going to see that the people of God, the priests especially, are to approach God on his own terms. And there's to be careful obedience. And so in this text, we have instruction given. And so Moses brings it to Aaron and Aaron to his sons and so forth. And this idea that they are to teach the people how to live their life with God, with these sacrifices and also with the commands that are to be obeyed. And so, yes, we, of course, we could just think of the Ten Commandments. That's just a great place to start and to really remain there and know that they're to have no other gods before God and they're to not take the Lord's name in vain. And the list goes on and how they're to treat one another, like to honor your father and mother and so forth. And so these are the Ten Commandments, right? They're not the Ten Suggestions. We're to really follow God's ways completely, cheerfully, without hesitation. But we're going to see that here in this text that there are opportunities to obey or not obey. And praise God that we see here that the beginning of this sacrificial system, that the people actually are willing to do what they are to do. But of course, we look throughout holy history, and there are times when the people of God turned their backs on God and tried to do things in their own independent way. And I think of like in the book of Amos, where these sacrifices were being given and God was not pleased with it because their life outside of their worship was not matching up. And so God had to say, let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever flowing stream. Well, here in our text, we see like in verse five, it says, they took the things Moses commanded to the front of the tent of meeting and the entire assembly came near and stood before the Lord. So the people 
they were willing to do what they were supposed to do. And that is a good thing that we as God's people would understand that we're to have careful obedience. Well, as we move forward in the text, we see then in verse 6, it says, This is what the Lord has commanded you to do, so that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. And so, of course, the people wanted to see the glory of God and to, in fact, then glorify God and to worship Him and delight in Him. But first, we are told that the priests, Aaron and his sons, were to make sacrifices for their own sins. And so we see that in verse 7. It says, Moses said to Aaron, Come to the altar and sacrifice your sin offering and your burnt offering and make atonement for yourself and the people. Now you might be wondering, well, why is it so necessary for priests, or today we might say pastors, to make sure that their own heart is happy in the Lord? I mean, shouldn't they be walking with God? And of course we should be. But I know that as I work with pastors and as a pastor myself, that we can get involved in sin. And there are sins that can be especially there that pastors might do. Like, you know, we could pray, and instead of praying to God, we're actually praying to the people. Maybe we want to get a final point in from our sermon, but our attention can really be upon the people and not praying to God. Or we might have a sermon illustration from our own life and we'll stretch the truth just to make sure that it fits better with our message. So many things that we can do that are contrary to doing God's will completely. But we know that we are to make sure that we first are walking with the Lord and then we can be in a good position to help others in their own walk on their road of transformation. So I just want to encourage you today that as you live your life, that you would do so with a careful obedience and do so to God's glory and your joy. So as we close our Living Life devotion today, we see here this priestly ministry begin and all of these sacrifices and all that is done, it's so that the people might be in right standing before God and to really experience Him in a very real way. And I know that that is a desire that we have and we really want to worship the Lord and delight in Him and magnify Him and to really just hold on to that weighty loyalty that God has to His people. And of course, as we think about the sacrifices here, we can't help but think about how Jesus was our sacrifice, our final sacrifice, and it's through Him that we are saved. 
Let me pray for you at this time. Heavenly Father, we are just so thankful for the opportunity of being your people and to know that Jesus paid it all there on Calvary's cross and so that there's no need for any more animal sacrifices, that, Father, we can put our trust and our faith, our hope and our confidence in Jesus Christ, in the, His blood that was shed and His body that was broken on Calvary's cross. Lord, I just invite you to continue to help us as we move forward in our spiritual journey and walk with you. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Sing your song, let your world go and stepping in closer. CGM.